Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We're without our regular equipment today, so I'm doing this off of my iPhone, so hopefully the the sound quality is good enough. I apologize if it's not. We got a bunch of prayer requests. We're going to be doing a new thing, actually, where Chris and I actually alternate the prayer requests because I really think it's important that um, she gets as much airtime as I do. And also, she just such a wonderful prayer that it, it I feel like I'm depriving people if she's not participating in that part. So... From now on, I'll be doing half and she'll be doing half, and I think that's going to be a lot better for everybody. But before we get to any of that, I want to talk to you guys about a really critical message because, see, Kristen and I really want your prayers to be answered, okay? And so part of what I want to do here is talk about if you're not seeing your prayers answered, why that might be. Certain things are barriers to answered prayer, and one of the great barriers is pride. In fact, I think what the name of this message should be is replace pride with praise, Okay, that's the idea. This morning, um, what I'd like to do is I do my devotionals in the morning, and, and actually I get on my, as Kristen knows, I get on my elliptical, and uh, I play my, it's usually about a 10-minute morning devotional from my Bible app. It's actually the uh, Through the Word app. And so it plays while I'm on the elliptical, and then Kristen always knows when I'm done exercising because it shows up on her watch. And... When I'm done with with that part, what I like to do is I sit down and I actually write a text message to God, which sounds like the stupidest thing in the world. But for me, it's helpful because for I have difficulty sometimes just praying one-on-one with God because my mind wanders. If I'm actually typing something out, it causes me to be a lot more thoughtful, I found, and a lot more focused. And so I'll write a text message. It doesn't. I don't actually send it anywhere. I just do it on my little notes app. I'll actually write out a text message to God saying good morning to him and, and praying for certain things. And one of the things I prayed today, and this is really, really dangerous, okay? So watch out. I said, God, please make me humble. Now, that's a dangerous prayer because... If you, if you don't yield to the Holy Spirit, the way God will make you humble, okay, is through a humbling experience, which you probably don't want. In fact, a, a theme that perhaps Chris and I can talk about some other time is how it's really best to learn big lessons from small things, okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you ask God, God, help me develop my trust, you probably don't want a situation where now a loved one's in the hospital and you're in the emergency room saying, God, I put my trust in you. It's, it's just better if you do it the easy way. So anyway, so I was praying this morning. I said, God, you know, teach me to be humble, okay? Because pride, more than anything else, I think, really stands in the way to the kind of answered prayers that involve God elevating you to another level, okay? There's different kinds of prayers, but the kind where you really ask God for promotion is one that's going to be held back a lot by pride because God is not going to promote you to exalt yourself, He'll promote you as long as you exalt him. That's the entire point, right? God wants his glory to flow through you and into other people. You got to think of yourself actually as kind of like a magnifying glass, like a big lens, okay? And God wants his glory to hit that lens and be amplified and to spread out and to be made much larger, okay? Well, what pride does is it starts to make that lens very cloudy and can even black it out. God is not going to elevate you with a cloudy lens, okay? So you have to clean your lens of pride so that when God is elevating you, he knows that you're just going to give him the glory for it. 
This is not a minor thing. Listen, in the Old Testament, we learn about a king called Nebuchadnezzar. You probably read about him or heard of him at least, okay? He's generally involved with Daniel. And Nebuchadnezzar is kind of, he's kind of sometimes evil, sometimes he's righteous. We don't really, he kind of goes back and forth. But there's a scene where he's looking out over his vast kingdom. And just for like a split second, he thinks, look what I've done. And God says, that's it. Your kingdom is taken away from you. And that was really, that's all it took. And for the next seven years, he actually had a bout of insanity where he says his nails grew long and he was, he acted like a wild animal eating grass, okay, before God uh, finally restored him. Now, contrast that with the story of David. Go read in Psalms, which is mostly written by David, and all of Psalms is about, God, you are great. God, you are worthy to be praised. You are mighty. You are exalted, okay? David was a really flawed person. I've mentioned this before. He committed adultery with his friend's wife and really kind of had the guy killed also, okay, once he got the woman pregnant, tried to trick him. And yet the Bible describes David as a man who had a heart after God like none other. Why? Because David, more than any other person in the Bible, knew how to praise God. All of the Psalms are really praising God, okay? And so what you need to do is if you want to be elevated like God elevated David, Okay, you have to replace pride, the pride of like Nebuchadnezzar, with the praise of David. And remember why David became king also, okay? Because there was a king before him named Saul, and Saul fell out of favor with God. And so God comes to David for the sole purpose of elevating him. And so he had to find, if he's going to find the next king of Israel, okay, it's not going to be like someone someone like Saul who wanted to do things his own way, someone like Saul who wanted to be exalted. Go read that. It's actually in the book of Samuel. I think about uh, First uh, Samuel 15, thereabouts, where not only does Saul disobey God, he then tells Samuel, listen, I want you to pray with me in front of all the elders so that I'll be exalted, basically. His pride even survived him being told that he would lose the kingdom. So when God wanted someone else, he's got to find the least prideful person, which means the most praiseful person. It's a zero-sum game, okay? The more praiseful you are, the less prideful you'll be, and therefore the, m- the more God can elevate you. It's like praise is like filling you with helium. The Bible says the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. So that's the key, guys. That's my message today. You want to, if you want to be elevated, if you want God to take you to the next level and many, many levels more, good news. God wants to do that for you. But if you want that to happen, you have to replace pride with praise. Absolutely. And I was reminded how we just talked about the other night. We're talking about an experience. When have you been humbled? When was an experience? Because everybody has had those experiences. Right. And you mentioned to me, well, you know, are you talking about humiliated or humbled. And we talked about, I said, those are two very different things. And I feel that being humbled is is a good thing. And it, I mean, it, it can be a good thing if you use it the right way, that God uses it to convict and show us things and introspectively versus being humiliated is from the enemy and that's condemnation. So two totally different things. One is a positive building up and one is is a negative kind of thing. So and it, it, it can be the same experience, but you have to understand that God is using that experience to bring you closer to him, whereas the enemy is using that experience to try to push to you away from God. Keep dragging you down. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, let's let's pray and, and dig in and, and just hear what God has to say today. He's always speaking. And so uh, I'm excited to hear what he has to say. Lord, 
you're always speaking to us. Like I told all these people just now, you always, you're always moving. You're at, you are constant. You never change. You're faithful, but you're always at the same time, you're always moving us to better and better ground, Lord. So it's like you're the best of both worlds in every sense, God. You're constant and faithful and steady, and you never change, but you do things in new ways, and you have new things, and you always have exciting things and exciting things for us, God. You always have a hope and a future, God. Your promises are the same, but they are also new every morning. We always get those new mercies every single morning. A new, a new fresh start. I feel like this is for someone who needs to hear seven times 70 what the Bible says about forgiveness. And that's for us to forgive other people, but it's also God's forgiveness to you. You need to receive God's forgiveness. Walk in his way. Turn from your sin. But it's not too late. You feel like you've sinned and you've messed up way too many times. And that's not true. That couldn't be further from the truth. God is waiting to bring you back into the fold. The enemy wants to, to put lies in your head like, how, how stupid can you be? How you're, you're just useless. But God is not saying that to you. That's not God's voice. I'm here as an agent of God's voice to tell you that God's saying to you, God's pleading with you, please, please come back to me. I forgive you. I'm holding you in my heart and I'm setting you on a new place. And it's, it's not impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. That thing that you feel like you can't shake, it's not impossible. The enemy wants you to think that. But God has a different plan for you and you are going to be a light to so many people who struggle with that issue. You need to stop living in shame and sin because you feel like you can't get out of this rut. You most certainly can, and God wants you to. And he sent me to tell you. He loves you so much that he just wants to tell you that right now. That's what I'm feeling right this moment. God, we thank you for that. We thank you for the, for the person who just feels like, where are you, God? Are you listening to me? I've cried and I've prayed. I want to tell you that God holds every one of those tears in his bottle. He does not, he's not turning away from you. He is facing you and he's not just facing you. He's, he's pulling you into, into his arms of love. He will never turn his back on you. You can be sure of that. The story's not over. That's for you today. The story is not over. You think it's over. You think the chapter's closed. And actually, that's a, feel, a theme for everyone today, wherever you are. Mm. Like I said, the addiction, the person who feels like they have an addiction, they can't shake, whatever that is. That doesn't have to be drugs, by the way, or drinking. It could be, it could be anything. It could even be social media. It could be something, it could be something that in and of itself is not quote unquote bad, but it may, it could be an anger problem. It could be a, um, a, it could be anything. So anything that keeps you from, making God first place in your life is something that you need to get your priorities straight. It could be work. It could be anything. 
It's not too late. But it's urgent. Those are two different things. God's saying, yes, but repent now and believe. But it's not too late. Don't stay in your sin. Don't stay in in the place. If you feel like your family has totally abandoned you or you've abandoned your family and you just don't know what to do, cry out to God. If you feel like the story is over, whatever it is, that sickness, that that disease, that that person you can't reconcile with, whatever it is, the thing, that opportunity you thought you would get, the story is not over. It's not over. It may not be, something may not be what you want to hear right now, but this is just another chapter that's going to lead you to God's greater purpose. There's a greater purpose in what you're seeing right now. It may not feel like it. It may feel like failure. It may feel like every door is slamming shut in your face, but God is closing the door so that you can clearly see which door is his. And that door is the one you're supposed to walk through. If the other doors didn't close, you wouldn't know which one to open. But God is making it obvious by shutting those doors so you can walk through the one he has for you. So that's what I I feel like, Lord, that you're saying to us, God. May we walk through the door that you have for us in authority, knowing that the story is not over. It has just begun in you, mm. and you always have a hope and a future for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wonderful job. Thank you. I would just like to add, by go. the way, just to encourage everybody, when I do those prayers, it's not like I rehearse things that I'm going to say or, right. um, you know, whatever. I, I literally just feel the Holy Spirit tell me what to say. So I just, I'm not saying that to say, oh, look how great I am. I'm saying that because if you're hearing something, that's, God is saying that to you. There's just... You know, and uh, so I just wanted to mm-hmm. to say that. Wonderful, wonderful. Do you have your our list yes, of prayer yes, requests? Yes, that would that would be good. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna just pray for people individually today. Okay, now just so you guys know who are watching this at home, tonight's episode, even though we're gonna time it so it airs at the regular time, it's not actually live. We're pre-recording this, so if you guys are typing in prayer requests. In the comments section, we'll get to them tomorrow, but we're not going to be able to respond to them live today, okay? Because you're actually watching a recording right now. But we're going to get to the ones that we have. It's about, what is it, about three, about four o'clock where we are. So these are the ones that were submitted to us by about four o'clock today, all right? And I'm going to start with Selvin, who asked us to pray for his cousin Agnes, who is in so much pain from cancer in her womb. Well, Father God, I pray that you visit right now in a powerful way Selvin's cousin Agnes, who has cancer. God, we get a lot of these cancer requests. I'm going to pray for two things. First, I'm going to pray for a specific healing for this woman, a supernatural healing, okay, that, that that cancer just dries up and disintegrates, okay, and that this person is totally healed. But I'm going to p- pray more broadly for a cure to cancer. Yes. In fact, cures, plural, to cancer is plural because yes. when you really understand, there's actually many more than one kind of cancer. So cures to cancer so that this can just be something that's relegated to the ash heap of history Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. You gave me the fun name. <laughs> Odin, Odinai? Is that how you would say it? Good enough. Okay. Um, Odinai is Odi, asking. Od, Odiuni. Odiuni. That's even better. Um, asking for a marital sell, uh, settlement and financial breakthrough and a house. That um, And I, I love how all of these kind of go together as far as God giving a fresh start and um, 
just that God supplies all of our needs. So I pray for Odenui right now, Jesus. I pray, Lord, you do, you order our steps. So I pray that you order, I believe it's a female, but Lord, you know the gender. He or she is asking you, Lord, those fall into, you want to give us and you want, will supply all of our needs. So supply that house, supply that settlement and the financial breakthrough, Lord, so that she can walk through the doors that you're, she's meant to walk through. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. This person's name is Charity. It says, bless, fa- bless my family and the fruit of my womb. Remember the time someone said fruit of the womb and like I accidentally said fruit of the loom and then I corrected myself and it said fruit of the loom a second time? Yeah. Which for those of you who don't know in the United States is actually a popular <laughs> pair of inexpensive underwear. Well, you know what? I think that you need a – we need a blooper reel from <laughs> – Well, I don't think we need one because it was on the, the show. So it's recorded. <laughs> All right. So bless my family and the fruit of my womb and to lift my husband high among his peers. I like that one. Yeah. Why not? All right. So charity in Jesus' name, we pray pray that you are blessed, that you are charitable. We pray this these blessings extend to your entire family. We pray that it extends to your children and children that you might still have. And we pray that your husband is elevated high among his peers and that he and you both give God all the glory in all of these things. Because as I said, that's going to elevate you faster than anything else mm-hmm. in Jesus' name. Yes. You got another easy name. Anabo uh, prays for health. In Jesus' name, we pray for Anabo's health. Lord, that every part of his or her mind and body and spirit would line up with the will of God and just put a shield around her or him. God, put a shield around Every part, health-wise, and in Jesus' name, amen. All right. Sarfraz wants to start a small business and hasn't had a job for two years, so he needs money. So, Father God, we know that you're a God who loves to provide. Your name is uh, El Shaddai, Lord, our provider. I believe that's what it names, what it means. Yeah. Uh, God of abundance. And so we pray for Sarfraz's professional life. We pray that you give him enough money to run, his, uh, to run a business. We pray you give him the seed money. And we pray not just that, but we pray that the business is very prosperous in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, all right. Evangelist Fiaz pray, asked for prayer for his family. Lord, I pray for, obviously, this person as an evangelist. Um, I pray for that person's ministry, too. And Evangelist Fiaz, the whole family, God, to be protected, um, protected from all the enemy's schemes as they move forward in ministry and enjoy your promised land. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. This person's name is... Advocate, advocate, advocate. All right. It says, please pray for my friend Aurora. She is sick with a tumor and the doctors do not say good words for her life. She's Albanian married and has two children and lives in Canada. Thank you. Well, God, this is another prayer. It sounds like another cancerous situation. God, I don't want to see these children left without their mother. I don't want to see this man left without his wife. We... Listen, we respect doctors and we're thankful for them, but I don't want anybody speaking death over this person. Mm-hmm. Your words, God, are the bread of life. You sent your son so that we could have life and have it abundantly. You call yourself Lord, our God, our doctor. And so since you also say that death and life are in the power of the tongue, we speak life into Aurora and anyone else who sent a prayer request in, that we 
order that tumor to die, to dry up, to disintegrate, and to no longer be part of this person's body. And we pray that she lives a long life, just like with Joel Osteen's mom, that she was told she had terminal cancer, and that was 40 years ago, and she's still alive. So in Jesus' name, we pray you perform the same miracle for Aurora. Amen. Amen. For Eileen, we pray, she's asking for prayer for her daughter, Janice, for having a bad dream. We get a lot of these lately, the bad dreams. And um, I can certainly say as a testimony, there. well, God has used, uh, one of the giftings that God has given me is prophecy in, in terms of in, in my dreams. And so the enemy would try to come in through nightmares and different things at one season in my life. Um, so I really had to dig into the word before I went to bed in prayer and into the Psalms. The Psalms have great, just filling your mind with that is very, very helpful. But I think the enemy wants to attack that area because he knows the Lord has promised you rest. And the Lord also says in his word that your sleep shall be sweet. Mm. So it's actually a gift. It's, it's, it's something the enemy wants to pervert whatever the gift is the gifts are of the Lord. And that's a gift. Sleep is a gift. So we pray in Jesus name against these bad dreams. And we pray that um, Janice would have a ministry of prophecy and that her sleep would be sweet and that her dreams would be uh, dreams of you, Lord, and, and dreams of what you have for her future. In Jesus name. Amen. Just quickly, Evelyn, not to trample on what Kristen just said. I'm also reminded of the verse in the Bible where Jesus says, come to me, all you mm. who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yes. So the trick here, not the trick, but what you, what you really need to do is your daughter really needs to come to Jesus in the most literal sense. Just really go to him with yes. these prayers in Jesus' yes. name. All right. Wea says, I need the fear of God in my life. Well, that's a good thing because the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. So understand this isn't supposed to be like a horror show. Fear of God does not mean that... Um, you think God is going to do you harm because, in fact, God's not going to do you harm. God, God's plan is, is to prosper you and not to harm you, okay? So this isn't the same kind of fear that you would exhibit towards like a movie monster or something, okay? But this is a fear understanding that this is the God of the universe and that compared to him, we're really nothing, all right? Amen. What is central to fear of God is obedience, Okay, people who fear the Lord are obedient, and we did a video on that a while ago, within the last couple of weeks, actually. All right, so what you're really saying is, you know, if you want to develop the fear of God, develop the obedient spirit. God, we're going to pray right now that you give Wea yeah. the fear of God, not the terror, not that she's going to be petrified of you in the sense that she's going to be scared. That's not what we mean, because that kind of fear keeps people apart. But the kind of fear that's just – that's a profound respect and understanding of what you are, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I think it was John who says he sees this vision of, of Christ. Now, John is described in the Bible as the disciple who loved Jesus, okay, or the disciple who Jesus loved actually, mm -hmm. okay. So th this is someone who's really close to Jesus and one day he sees this image of Jesus in judgment and he says, I fell before him as though slain. That's the fear of God. It's, it's, it's not like I'm afraid of Godzilla who's going to stomp on me. It's, it's, this guy holds the scales of justice in his hands. He was worthy of the most respect. And, and to be in front of him is, is just like, you know, it, it just, you just want to fall flat on your face. That's the fear of God. And that's yeah. the kind of, that's what I pray that you, you are gifted 
uh, by God. I always think of that little saying, fear God and you will fear not, you know. There you go. That's a good one. Um, Kashal prays, uh, says, pray for me. Well, Lord, we pray for Kashal. Whatever is going on in his life, you know what it is, Lord. And you know what the specifics are around it. Health or finances or marital life and family. And sometimes it's everything. Sometimes, God, we come to you with just a desperate prayer and, and we just say, help me, Lord. And that's the most, it's a beautiful prayer, Lord, because you you meet us at our desperation. So I pray for Kashal's life in every sense. In Jesus' name, amen. Mary, M-A-R-I, says, hello, everyone. Please pray for me, for God, to give me boldness to preach the gospel of God. You know, uh, I'm going to tell you something. I hope this is inspiring to you. About a year ago, I didn't want to ever get in front of a camera. I'm, I'm a naturally very shy person. I got to stop saying that, actually. No, I'm a naturally a very bold person. But seriously, it took a long time for me to want to get in front of a camera. And I would I eventually had to do it for my law office just to, you know, uh, sit in my basement and record videos. I'm not even talking about in front of an audience, although I'm actually quite good at that. I pray that not that God will give you boldness, because I think that boldness is already in you. I pray that you will now, God will show you how to release that boldness, how to come into that boldness, okay, and preach the gospel of God so that your voice is heard by multitudes of people. You absolutely have it in you. And I'm reminded of when when Moses had to go in front of Pharaoh and he was afraid, but God says, don't worry, I'm going to give you the things to say. So Father God, I pray that you speak through Mary, give her the things to say. Mary, you just have to move your feet one foot in front of the other, and God's going to take over. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. If Fioma prays, says, pray for me, please, that the spirit of anger should take away from me, and God should connect with me, my destiny, helpers in favor from above to cleanse me up from shame of lacking and to protect my house, hold from danger of the enemies. Amen. You kind of have to, when you read some of these, you have to kind of translate it. Yes, you know? yes. Well, you know, if Ioma, anger is something that, it, just like a lot of different things, the enemy just uses as a tool. You know, God uses righteous anger, like when he flipped over the tables in the temple. But anger, the spirit of anger and all those things that the enemy uses as evil is something where if you don't have the spirit of God in you and the self-control, it's actually... The Bible says it's it's like a demon that has to be that goes until it's satisfied, just like lust hmm. or anything else. Um, sometimes people put those in different categories. Well, well, anger is not as bad as this or that or the other. But I'm proud of you for the boldness to admit that this is something that you struggle with, and I believe that God is going to take that spirit in you and use it for His good. He's going to break the anger because it, it probably comes from. Um, maybe a hurt in you, an unforgiveness or something like that. I pray over you that that if there's a hurt or an underlying cause uh, that the anger is is wrapped up in or a bitterness, if you're bitter towards God or anyone else, that God would, would put a healing balm on you and that you would have a gentle spirit and that, that that anger would be replaced. And for your entire household to feel the love of God and and to be protected and to live in that peace that passes understanding and to live in that and, and that God would give you the strength. And it's just like anything else. Once you start, once you refuse to go into that spot, it becomes easier and easier. So God is going to give you the strength and you have overcome because Jesus has overcome the world. 
Good work. Okay. Ranjala, got just a few more of these. Ranjala, please pray for my husband Uday, my daughter Kajo, my granddaughter Kiera, and son Ashneet, and daughter-in-law Sonalia. All right, I'm actually going to lay hands on these people in Jesus' name. Well, I didn't shoot. Now I messed it up. I'll just do it this way. In Jesus' name, we pray for all of these people, Uday, Kajol, Kiera, Ashneet, and Sonalia, and Ranjala, that you prosper them in all things, even as their soul prospers, that they all have good health, that they all have prosperous careers, and they all have great relationships and are all uh, able to to be positive influences and in their communities and lights in their communities. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Jelly was watching our, one of the ones that was watching and commented on our video yesterday. So she says, very excellent. Thank you for that. And she says, please, can you pray for my health? Thanks. Yes, Angeli, we uh, pray for your health. Whatever is going on or whatever is the potential threat of what's going on, if the enemy just wants to torment you with the fear of something, uh, I just pray that that is broken in the name of Jesus, that you feel younger than you've ever felt before, that you your strength is renewed like a youth, that you actually feel better than you felt. Um, I, I think of so many people that have had gone through health things and they say, wow, I feel better now than I did when I was even younger. God has given me that strength and I pray that over your life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Sema asks, we pray for her job and family. So in Jesus' name, Sema, we pray that you have the right job and that if the job that you're in, we pray that you're elevated in it or that you're elevated out of it. We pray that you are not only an asset to your employer, but that you become the most important person at that at that job, whatever job you're in, that they can't even function without you and that they recognize it and that they reward you handsomely. And we also pray for your family in Jesus' name, that they prosper in all good things as well, that God keeps them healthy and safe and free from accident, illness, and injury. In Jesus' name, amen. Here we go. You got a nice, oh, nice I got easy a name. great easy name. Okay. Get ready for this one. I'm sorry ahead of time. This you is can't, not right. You can't pronounce Rafat Kwat Yusuf? I, w- I was going to say that. I was going to say Rafat Kwat Yusuf. <laughs> it's more like a rapping thing. <laughs> Rafat Kwat Yusuf. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> I'm sure it's not as syn- uh, syncopated as mine was. Um, so <laughs> please pray for me, baby boy, which also sounds like lyrics to a song, too. Um well, this one actually, I'm I'm not sure if they're asking to receive a, a. I'm going to assume that you have a son, and you're asking for prayer for that son, for the baby son. So that's what I think you're saying. But either way, God knows. Um, we pray for Rafat Kwat Yusaf, and again, I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. And I pray for your son. I pray for for that baby boy, Lord, to be healthy and to grow up in the, in the knowledge of you, Lord. We do something um, in, in our churches here in America, and, and I know a lot of different places where we uh, dedicate children when they're born. Um, and it's really just the act of dedicating that the parents know that, that their children are God's. And they're here to, to just steward the children and, and, and love the, the child and, and of course discipline the child. But they're gods. So I just know that uh, you, I just pray that you dedicate that baby boy to, to Jesus and that he grows up to, to be an amazing man of God. And he will, when he's older, he will not depart from his way. In Jesus name. Amen. 
All right, and lastly, Gaji says, please pray that I let Jesus more in my life. Well, I don't even know that you really need a prayer for that. I mean, that's just up to you. But well, uh, my prayer for you, Gaji, is that you learn just to yield to God, that that you have to step back. Okay, again, John said, I have to become less of me so God can become more of him inside of me. All right, so if there's some fear that you're that's preventing you from letting God in, or maybe it's pride. Again, that's a really, really dangerous one. We've been talking about it all day. Don't be afraid. God is not going to diminish you, okay? If you pull yourself back, God is going to make you a greater version, okay? Because he's what he's going to do is he's going to do a perfecting work in you. He's tr- His goal for you is to make you more Christ-like, so another, a much better version. There's really nothing you have to worry about giving up. So Father God, I pray that this person yields to you completely, that he gives in to you, he totally submits to Christ, and that the Holy Spirit is able to not just come into him, but to overflow from him in such a way that he is a blessing to many other people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So that's our prayer list for tonight, guys. Kristen, can you... Closes out with the call to salvation? Absolutely. So if you want to accept Jesus, this is a perfect, perfect time. Today is the day for you. Or if you want to recommit your life, definitely now. Now is the opportunity. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Definitely make sure you let us know if you prayed that prayer. Comment on the video or send us a message. And we want some praise reports. If you have a testimony, something amazing that God has done in your life. And I know we've got to have people out there with testimonies. I know that Jordan and I could at some point maybe share our testimony. It's just amazing what God has done. So it would be encouraging to us and other people, or if, or if we have, you know, if God has answered a prayer even on this show. Um, definitely let us know about that too. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We hope you had a good time. We're going to see you tomorrow again at seven thirty at night. I think I'm going to do another message tomorrow on pride. I'm not sure either, either me pride or hearing the voice of God. But either way, it's going to be a really good message. It's okay. an important one. All right. So I'll see you tomorrow night at seven thirty. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing.